Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gamer's Lounge Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric and Nathaniel. What's going on, fellas? Not much. Hanging out on a Saturday. Podcasting what's going on. Yeah, had to do it on a Saturday, unfortunately, or a day a day early. I wasn't um wasn't expecting to have to go to uh okay, we got sound. Um <laughs> didn't have to uh have to work this uh or go out of town for work yeah tomorrow. I wasn't expecting to have to do that. So I thought I had a free week, but I don't. But that's okay. I need to work. I need money. Money is good. So Yes. I will take a work. Take Earn a, money, buy games. I will take a day's, uh, a day, <laughs> excuse me, a day work to, you know, to pay Money's the bills. Important. Money is very important. Bills, you buy more games. Money makes the world go round, that's for sure. That's right. As if I don't have that's enough, currency. as if I don't have enough games as it is, but I need to buy more. So that is true. Time. Every time I go buy a new one, I just look at the backlog, I'm like, hmm, you know, these days I'm going to play that. Mm. passes. Mm, I still haven't played it. Why did I buy that? Yeah, let's see. I ended up getting my Cosmic Star Heroin game in this week, which I'd already played, but I wanted a physical version of it. What was the other game I got? Oh, I got the Onimishu Warlords from Japan. I got the Japanese physical copy for the Switch. Oh, I went, oh man, that's awesome. Let me put it on the shelf. I'll play it sometime. <laughs> nice. Is that coming to America, or is that only No, it's physical? only physical in Japan. It just happened to be a reseller on Amazon was actually selling it here in the U.S. for pretty much what you could import it for, so I went... I was going to ask you to get like on PlayAsia or something, but no. Nope. No, no. I tried to go on Amazon and get them. You know, a lot of the games I can get on Japan Amazon, and they ship to America, so I tried to do it that way because you get it a little cheaper than you do at PlayAsia, yeah. which, I mean, I understand PlayAsia charges a little more because they have to buy them and then, you know, import them and then stuff. So I, I get that. I mean, but cool. I would prefer well, not to if I can. I like to get well, them as cheap good. as I possibly can. So. I don't think I buy anything recently. I haven't buy anything in the last couple of weeks. It's been pretty quiet. I keep thinking that I want to go buy the Travis, uh, Travis Strikes Again mm. from Switch, but I heard kind of well, yeah, pretty mixed. Uh, the reviews are mixed. Um, uh, Dennis picked it up. I really need to message him and ask him how he liked it. I'm, just, yeah. you know, I value his opinion on games because me and him usually have about the same well, let me know like of you know those kind of games. Because so. if it's one of those games where he's like, well, it's not, it's okay. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I'm not going to wait till either a used copy comes along for like thirty dollars. I'll just wait for Black. Yeah. So I want to play it. It's already cheaper to start with, anyway. Yeah, it's only forty bucks. It's not you know super expensive anyway. It was a budget budget title to start with. If you call forty dollars a budget title, I don't call forty dollars a budget title. Thirty dollars. It's a mid range title that we yeah. don't get much of anymore. No, but do you remember back in the day when Dreamcast games were forty dollars and everybody was like, "This is so expensive for a video game." Why? Because stuff was thirty before. Yeah, it was like everything went up ten dollars. I remember. Then, then PlayStation 2 buying, games came out, and they were $50, and everybody went, I'm, I'm pretty sure when I bought my friend Tony Hawk 2 for PS1, I'm pretty sure brand new that was 40 It may have been. I don't know. I, don't, was, I was blown away by how much it was. I, all I ever remember buying was buying new PS1 games, and they were $30. Some were 35 depending That's on where crazy. you bought them at. But, you That's know. nuts. Now we're up to 60 and they keep rumbling about how they want to bump it up another ten dollars like i always say i blame microsoft for that hey spinner how's it going um 
yeah, I always blame Microsoft because, you know, Halo 2 Collector's Edition was the test to see if people would pay $60 for a video game, and we all paid $60 for it, so Microsoft went, okay, well, we'll just have them all $60 then <laughs> when the PlayStation 50. 3 comes, or the Xbox 360 comes out. You know, everybody will do that, so... But whatever, we're not here to discuss video game prices, we're just here to discuss video games. Because I could go all day discussing video game prices, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to talk about what, we're, what we've been playing, what we've been doing. There's two games that I have played that I don't want to talk too much about, because they're actually the games for our review show we're going to have. I did play some Tangle Deep. Did any of you guys try it out yet? I have not tried it out yet. I did get it downloaded, but I just haven't had time to play much. It's a very interesting game. I like it. Um, The other one that I really like is um, the Wargroove. We got it uh, for our March game. Um, And it's like Advance Wars uh, for the NES, uh, which is pretty cool. Or for the Game Boy GBA. I said NES, but it's actually GBA. Just um, say for the Nintendo. Yes, for the, the Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> and then everybody goes, the Nintendo! <laughs> Which one? Yeah. <laughs> so, other than that, I did play Anthem on the PS4. Um, my buddy had, uh, he pre-ordered it and had the VIP demo, or the VIP pass, so he gave me one last weekend. We never got to play together, but I did play it. I know Nathaniel... Excuse me, you said you played it some today on the open beta. Yeah, on the open demo, I've played like about an hour, not yeah. very much. I tell you what, I'm I'm glad to hear that it's running better because oh my gosh, the I played it. It was Friday or Saturday night. I can't remember exactly what night it was on the VIP beta, and it was hit and miss. You'd get on, and you'd you'd walk around the whole you know starting area. You'd hop into the uh, uh, the mission and then it would get to about 95 percent loading and sometimes it would just sit there for 15 minutes or longer yeah, that was and you definitely to... one of the bugs that oh, was coming out of it that gosh. was the biggest one they're saying hey yeah <laughs> yeah well what you had to do was you had to exit out the whole game shut it down and then go back in and then it was like oh you're in this mission do you want to continue to play in this mission okay let's go and you know you do it um I liked it, actually. I thought it was kind of cool what little bit of it I got to play. Um, I really want to play it now just for play it as like a campaign and then kind of be done with it. Yeah. I don't care if the end game is good or not at this point. Yeah. Like, depending on what reviews say as far as like length of the story and all of that goes, how much I can get out of it just for a quick run. It's fun because the mobility in it is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Just being able to like double jump and do like a weird dodge uh, like thruster thing and yeah. be able to hover and or fly. And then when you fly, <laughs> you can do like barrel rolls and all sorts of stuff with Ooh, the barrel. other buttons. They don't just like lose functionality. They do right. different things depending on what state you're in. Hovering is my favorite because I'll just jump up above a bunch of things and just go. It's a lot more action-oriented than I thought it would. Well, I knew it was going to be action-oriented, but it was, yeah. it's a little more action-y what, than I thought it was. What does it remind be. you of? Destiny, um, it's or, Mass Effect. Yeah, it's it, to Mass me, it's Effect. like Mass Effect and Destiny kind of put together. Yeah. Um, it's very much like Mass more Mass Effect. Mass Effect yeah. uh, the actiony stuff from that, a lot yeah. of with with sort of like the cooldowns and the timing of the cooldowns for like throwing this grenade or doing this rocket or doing your uh, kind of ultimate abilities all feels a lot like how that kind of 
paces, paces out in Mass Effect, kind yep. of some of that. A little bit faster than what Andromeda was most of the time, but still <clears throat> similar-ish. At least on like the default one that's just the kind of average, whatever they're called. I forget what they're called in the anthem, like the, the suits, the yeah. one you stuck with. The light I, lights? I, I, I forget what, what it's called because I've only literally played it for about an hour. Yeah, I, I played it for about two hours. But enough to try one of the other two. Those are the ones that look interesting to me. Yeah. The one that's the sort of fast stealth, quick hit one, and then the one that's all the sort of like magic equivalent thing where you're throwing all sorts of different uh, cool elemental space magic. I guess. Because yeah. that's what I really like the most in uh, the Mass Effect games is playing the ones with all the biotic powers, so you can do all the combos and stuff. Yeah. See, now in the VIP demo, you could only play as the one suit. I think this one there was the option. To play, you could play as some of the other suits, but I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had a chance. Start with the basic one, and then you start at level ten. And once you level up to twelve, it gives you the chance to do one of the other ones. Got you. See, I I didn't have time this weekend. The message said, "Yeah." The funny thing that makes me laugh so much is, is you're like start out in the kind of hub area, and you start out right next to somebody that has a little icon that says "talk." They're like, "Oh, okay." Talk. This vision is this not available is, in yeah, this. This feature is not available to the full version. <laughs> crappy. Why would you include it in there? Talk. All of the storefronts. They're all like that. You can, there's yeah. like three people you can actually talk to, which is pretty good. Like the animations and stuff are good on it. Yeah, and I like awesome. finding the ones you can talk to. Some of the, uh, some of them have interesting people doing the voices. Like if you go to the bar and talk to the bartender. That is the dude from 30 Rock who was the page um, with the blonde hair. Kevin? Um, yeah. yeah, Kevin. I don't know the actor's name. But the yeah. I can't name. remember his name, but as soon as he talked, I was like, hey, I know who that is. That <laughs> I mean, he has a very distinct voice, so you know, you yeah. know exactly who it is the minute he says something. But yeah, I mean, that was, that was great. I mean, but yeah, I thought that was hilarious, though, because you would go in... You know, that first person you walk up to, well, I'm going to talk and see what it's like. Oh, I'm sorry, this feature is not available in the demo. <laughs> it's like, I'm curious how many of those are just storefronts and how many of those people you can actually, like, talk to a lot. Yeah, that's what I wanted to Because like, I wandered around enough that I was like, I found a lot of people that you could talk to <laughs> that yeah. you wouldn't do it in the main. So if the main game has a lot of the people there that you can at least talk to. Some of them are obviously storefront because it's kind of a marketplace right. area of it, but... Did you, uh, in the VM2 one, did they let you mess with your uh, suit at all and change cosmetic yes. colors mm-hmm. and all that? Yeah. yeah. That was really, really cool because they have a lot of different things that you can change. Yeah, it was like overwhelming how much stuff you could change. And it was like. Well, it's like not only can you swap out different like helmets, torsos, arms, and legs if you get them, which I didn't have any starting. Out, right. But then you can change like primary, secondary, tertiary, like four different main colors sort of for your whole armor set plus a couple other secondary things. And I made a really cool green look to mine that was like, hey, this is fun. I, <laughs> I kept trying to make mine look like Iron Man, but I couldn't get the colors just right. So, And then there's other <laughs> stuff in there. You'll get like stickers that they call like uh, vinyls, I think, yeah. that stuff, and all sorts of different things that you'll be able to customize the look of your character, which yeah. I think is awesome. Yeah. I, I I was even just changing the colors. You can get yeah. a cool look, let alone all mm-hmm. the other just like cosmetic stuff that I'm sure will be behind microtransactions. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely positive they will be. But compare that to like Destiny Two, and you're like, 
screw you, Destiny. Your customization blows compared to this. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of made it look <laughs> look shameful. It was it was unbelievable how much you could customize. It was so much that I kind of went, whoa, I'm just going to change a few colors, and there's a lot going on here. I'm going to go back and do it later. Yeah, because they have, like, a bunch of different materials. <clears throat> oh, yeah, and, like, textures. Painted, and plastic, metal. Oh, my gosh, it was nuts. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's... It, I I really surprisingly liked it better than I thought I would. So I'm anxious. You know, buddies on PS4 are getting it, so I'm yeah. anxious to get it so we can. For this, I was kind of together. like, just I'll wait to see what the reviews kind of are, and then I'm like, okay, I'm hoping the reviews are good because I really want to play it. Yeah, it just seems like a fun thing that I can play for a while. I don't think it's been. Any of these games like this, I don't get stuck in them for that long. Yeah, you know, I'm I pre-ordered I'll go for a um, while and then have my fill of it i pre-ordered um uh, the division two so i can get into that yeah. beta and i'll buy it i'll play the campaign i'm not real worried about the pvp part of it i just want to play that story and to me that's worth co op and that story online you know with with friends so and because yeah. i enjoyed the first one the story in the first one you know once it first got to the dark zone right. stuff i was like man never mind i'm i'm out <laughs> the story in the first one was okay the best thing about the first one was just the environment yeah it was really well done yeah. So I'm curious to see how this one works because it's going to be a much different environment because DC is just a way different city than right. New York City. Is, so it'll just have a lot different feel than the first game because yeah. of that. <clears throat> yep, yeah, I'm anxious too. So Anthem, I'm going to pre-order it. It finally came up on Amazon. Uh, for the longest time, it was currently unavailable on Amazon, and I don't know why. Uh, the whole VIP weekend, you couldn't pre-order it on Amazon if you wanted to. They, they finally <laughs> opened up pre-orders for it two days ago or something. I don't know. It's kind of weird. So, yeah, but I mean, PC version doesn't matter. Get it from Origin. That's, sure, that's yeah. where you get it. It's well, the only place. <laughs> Origin. Uh, origin. Yeah. <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. not blood anymore. It wasn't. It was only blood for part of its life. Yeah, I, I give it, it is, a hard time, but it's it's fine. It's absolutely. It is fine. definitely one of the better PC like storefront slash community slash like launching apps. The one that Ubisoft has, you play is okay. Yeah. But yeah, Origin Apad. I haven't even downloaded the Epic Store. They've been giving away games once You're a week. You're gonna have or to like if you want to buy some games on PC. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, but anyway, what else have you been playing? That's that's uh, yeah, Anthem's really the only thing that I've been playing that I want to talk about. That I want to save the other stuff for the <laughs> review show. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about them. Go buy them. They're worth playing and buying. I will say that, but that's all I'm going to say because, you know, you have to come back for the the show at the end of the month to get the skinny on those. Yeah, since we (laughs) skipped a show, I've been playing quite a lot since the uh, last time we recorded, and I didn't even list all of them because a few from, like, a while ago. I was like, I don't really have anything more to talk about, like a little bit of Red Dead and stuff like that. But I've got uh, Sunset Overdrive Nice. Because I was like, oh yeah, this is on PC, and I was just wanting something action-y to play. Yeah, I have it on Xbox. Yes. Yeah, it's. I like that game. I always had. I always thought it got kind of a bad rep. I understand, you know, it's a little bit like one-sided, but still a fun game just to go. Play. Oh yeah, it's fun. Has, wow. uh, dated feeling, just the style of open world it is. Uh, definitely feels like a launch title, but the ports are very well done, so yep. it runs pretty well, and it's fun once you get all of your uh, kind of different locomotion skills there and kind of learn how to string them together it's fun to move about the city it's not as fun as spider-man they definitely nailed it much better in spider-man yeah but But you can see where they kind of of 
Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's a little bit different because you're just like grinding on mm-hmm. any edge or you're bouncing off of anything that, that's right. like a car or <clears throat> And then you have, once you get the air dash, that's really what opens up the game. Because yeah. it lets you kind of go a little bit further than you would have otherwise. You'd be looking around below, oh crap, what's the closest thing I can latch onto? <laughs> But yeah, it's a very, 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 very meta tongue-in-cheek game. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, to the point that you have, like, disembodied voices talking to the player, and then the character is like, hey, who are you talking to? <laughs> Stupid stuff. Or, like, the whenever you respawn, sometimes the character looks into the camera and like, punches the UI back away from them. Yeah. And cracks the screen and you know, just dumb mm. stuff all throughout it. It's very, 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 like, juvenile. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. I liked that a lot. It's, like, really, really dumb and trying to be dumb. Yeah. But it's kind of fun to play. And I'm funny, it's fun to play for, like, you know, an hour, maybe two at a time, and that's about it. Yeah. And I get fed up with just how stupid it is. It's <laughs> like, okay, I gotta stop for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely one to play for a little while and then yeah. come back to. It's not one to sit there and Grind Plus, just the stuff you're doing is like the same thing. <clears throat> right. Over and over. Like, okay, it's very repetitive. Kill some zombies or robots. All right. Go to this Hunt thing for the random scout troop or whatever. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, go defend your vats of the the overdrive drink or whatever that you're doing so that all the zombies. Oh, yeah. That part of it. Yeah, it's... Those parts are a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> but. Once I got the turrets unlocked, that made it a little bit easier because it could guard the spots that you can't run to really quickly. But yeah, it's like upgrading your weapons a bit and learning how to take out the bigger ones is the way you survive those because the littler ones, you just do one shotgun blast, takes out like half a dozen of them at a time. Right. The big ones, like, all right, you have to combo stuff in order to take them out fast. Yeah. Otherwise, they wreck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, crap, everything is dead. Yep. Oh, I did a poor job of defending. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like the customization in that game of just all the stupid crap you can put on your character. Yep. Yeah, there is a lot of customization you can do with that game. There is a ton. It's like all sorts of just dumb, goofy jackets and shirts and like underwear all the way down like they have so many different categories of stuff like tattoos you can get like different hairstyles they went crazy overboard with just goofy stupid stuff yeah yeah they did very fun it's not a serious game in the least no no and that's i think that's the appeal of it is it it's not serious at all i think that's what's I think it probably would have done a little bit better had they not quite gone as overboard with the in-your-face, like, attitude combined with... Yeah, like the the extreme attitude. Yeah. So much profanity in that game for no real reason. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. the F-bombs. Those kids love them. Uh... Just like... There's no reason to throw three f bombs into this sentence, but we're gonna do it anyway because yeah, we can. Know, that's the way people for talk. For the kids, yeah, doing it for the kids. <laughs> for the attitude. Uh, <laughs> it's it's to the point that it's like okay, it's fun for a while, but it just wears on you. Yeah, just like the the, the of the game. Yeah. Also been playing some Moonlighter on the Switch. Yes, I love that game. I bought a physical copy of it. Couple 
well, month month or two ago at GameStop or something like that. I think you can get it on Amazon now. I think it's on sale for like twenty bucks or something like that. Yeah, that's what the Target has. Highly it. recommend it for twenty dollars. I mean, it is. Oh yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's like fifteen dollars for PS4. Hmm. Yeah, I, wherever you want to play it at. I mean, it's, it's a perfect game to play on Have Switch. On but, yeah, but. it's very good in handheld. Just sit on the couch, like play a yeah. couple little bits of it because you have like the section where you're running your shop, the section where you're running and going down to a dungeon to get more stuff to sell in your shop. And it's a very good game for uh, just one more section. Let's do one yep. more. Have you, have you, how, how many dungeons have you, have you beat? Have you oh, beat? I haven't played a ton. So I've only gotten up to like a few floors in the first one. Yeah, I I've I've played it like five or six hours, but I never. I have I have yet to beat the first dungeon because I load up on stuff and then I go back and sell it and then I'm like oh let me go back and I don't want to leave that dungeon it's like but if I go somewhere <laughs> else I can get more you know if I just finish it if I just push my way yeah. through and finish it and open up another one then I but I I haven't yet I just right now I'm not far enough in where I would even want to try but I'm yeah. grinding for some money to get better gear so yeah. I'm upgrading my armor and my weapons a bit before I even try. Because yeah. the first couple <sighs> floors are fine, but once you get further up, it's like, okay, I can't survive. Yeah, it gets kind of tough. Yet. It gets kind of tough quick. Um, Let alone yeah. get to the boss fight at the end of the dungeon. Yeah, so like, I, oh, just, I was really in, surprised about stuff, that game. Go sell it. I don't remember who reviewed it on the site. I can't remember. Oh, it was uh, Ryan and uh, uh, Morgan. Morgan did it on PC and Ryan did it, I think think on ps4 i don't remember it's i was very very surprised how fun that game is um well i remember when it came out on pc and i thought about getting it there in fact it's probably on my steam wish list because i have a huge wish list yeah but you know i was i had some uh like a gift card from christmas or something i think is yeah. what it was that you it's like yeah let's use this to get lighter on my switch it is yeah. a very very cool chill game to play it really is yeah. i like it i like it a lot. like even when you're running in the middle of the dungeons it's never that stressful yeah i mean a little bit at least for the first ones i'm sure it gets much harder later probably dungeon has different themes and different monsters and all that stuff but i've played it way too long not to have finished that first dungeon though that's what's bad yeah so, so far, I haven't upgraded my shop at all. I've just uh, added a couple of other shops in town so I could get armor yeah, and potions. that's what I did. Or in potion slash enchantments. Yeah. Which helps a lot if you enchant your gear. It yes. really does. It, like, doubles its effectiveness. So I was like, yes, please. Yeah, it really does. It really helps out a lot. Yes, please. Yeah, that's exactly what I've done. I have not upgraded so, my shop at all. I've uh, figured out the good prices for like two thirds of the items that drop mm -hmm. in that first dungeon. So it's like, all right, I can make some money now like, on each yeah. run. Because the first time I was selling stuff way too cheap, come to find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all if you can fi figure out like how rare it is. Yeah. Like, some of the stuff like sticks, it's like, okay, I have like 50 of these. I don't think they're going to be that expensive. But some of the others, you have like one or two, you're like, well, what is this? I don't know. Sell it. And then someone's like, got the super glowing. Yeah. Eyes. Like, it's like, like, really? Like, I well, put $2,000 on that thing and you actually bought it or 2,000 <laughs> gold and you bought it. Okay. Well, I sold it too cheap then. <laughs> Next game, it would go up. Yeah. Well, and that's what, that's what I do. It's like, okay, well, I put it, I, I, I first, I put it too low, put stuff too low, and then the next day I'm like, okay, let me price everything too high, and then when people start coming in, I'll judge their reaction to it, then I'll start dropping it as it. Well, if you have something that, like, say you've got three of this thing, and you don't know the price for it yet, sell one, right, and then sell another one, and then sell another one, you dial it in a lot quicker that way. Yeah. 
rather than <sighs> losing three at a very poor profit right. margin. Yeah. But the mechanics on that are really, really well done for like the four different happiness mm-hmm. or angry levels of your customers and them running in. I haven't gotten far enough because I know from seeing stuff on it that like eventually people come and try shoplift stuff. Yeah, that's what they say. There's people who want to buy specific types of items like armor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have those, they'll walk out. Like, yeah. I, going I've, had, I've had some warriors come in. You know them because they all have big heavy armor and stuff like that and they walk around the table and then they... I think the one, the ones that come in with mine, they go and like a little sword with a thing pops up over there. Yeah, head. they have like a little thing. Sometimes even before they've looked around, and yeah. like, this is the type of thing I want. It's hovering over their head. Yeah, but most people just wander around and then go look and see what you. Hey. I'll have to wa- I'll have to watch some like videos on it. it sounds kind of entertaining. It I is. It's it really entertaining. Way more complicated once you upgrade the shop because you can add like sales table, you can have more space, you can have more storage and yeah. all sorts of other things in there. Yeah. That will make it a little bit complicated more over time as you get more and more stuff so yeah. that it doesn't just stay boring. Yeah. Oh, I've just been doing this all the whole time. Yeah, I highly recommend it. If somebody's got it on sale for 15, 20 yeah. bucks, buy it. The art style is really good too. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah, it really is. It's a cool game. I like it a lot. And then uh, I've been playing due to a weird YouTube rabbit hole where <laughs> I was watching one of the normal things that I always watch on YouTube, suggested videos, something for about like Arkham Asylum and why it's one of the best action games or something or other. So I yeah. watched that. Then it was really well done and it was detailed and you know entertaining to watch. I was like, oh, what's the rest of the stuff this guy has? So I looked and he's got a bunch of like Devil May Cry uh, kind of retrospective videos and Bayonetta ones. And I watched the Bayonetta ones and was like, you're right, Bayonetta is awesome. I want to play it. So I've been playing <laughs> Bayonetta. I've gotten about three quarters of the way through the first game again just because. <laughs> now you're playing it on Switch or PC or PC. PC, okay. I have it on Switch too, but I want to play on PC for that. Yeah, I get super it. smoothness. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all right on Switch, but yeah, that's fine. It's, it's shinier on PC a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it is, <laughs> and it runs. The PC is the place where it runs the best. So. Yeah, it's still a little bit weird on PC, though, because all the cutscenes are locked at 30 frames a second, oh, and they're, yeah. not as, they're not as sharp. Yeah. But you, lots of games that way are on PC if they're like a old a port of an old game that wasn't on PC at the time, necessarily. Yeah. And then all the cutscenes were pre-made, and they can't remake them. You'll see that. Yeah. Less and less now as games get you know, diff, you know differing in how they do the technology, but still back then it was a little bit where it's like okay it barely runs on consoles right <laughs> so we gotta match the graphics yeah, for that run like, yeah. ran like garbage on ps3 yeah it did it, it the 360 it ran all right but man ps3 but yeah it makes me it's like man i wish nintendo would pc ports because i want to know what bandit 2 playing on that super smooth like, yeah i would like to know that too graphics would be. yeah yeah, I and some of the stuff that's fun that I like didn't remember, like the original Bayonetta is way more unforgiving than two is. Oh yes, it is absolutely. Of, it, is. it has a lot of the mid-cut scene. Uh, there's very few of them that are this bad, but mid-cut scene like QTEs or button presses. Mm-hmm. So it has just like, hey, you're playing your cutscene, and then, oh wait, here's the thing. Did you hit the button? Uh-huh. Half, a, you, half a second later, <laughs> no, but you hit the right button. Graphics. But you didn't hit it fast enough. You're dead. And yeah. it counts as you're dead, and you have to continue, and it counts against your score. 
It's <laughs> not fair, man. No, and some of the boss not. fights in that game are super difficult. Yes, they are. You're right. Especially ones against, like, player, like human-sized character that you're mm. playing against that has all your abilities. And then there's some other enemies that are difficult because they don't let you do witch time, which I don't remember any of those in Bayonetta 2, although they could be. It's been a while since I played it. Yeah, it's been a while since I played it, too. But they have some, like, you dodge, but it doesn't go into the, like, slow down time because it's a special enemy. Or there's, like, the couple different times you fight Jean in the first game where she also has witch powers, so you don't get to go into witch time there. Right. You're just like, oh, there's good my copy Bayonetta right there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, yeah, I'm going to get to it. I'm to the point where I'm almost at the top of the tower towards the end of the game, so yeah. I still have... It feels like you're at the end of the game, but you're not yeah, because it's Bayonetta, and we have to go way over the top and get into <clears throat> outer space and fight a giant god and then crash it into Earth and all yeah. the weird crap that, that game does. <laughs> I haven't taken my collector's edition off the shelf in a while, but they finally, the company Retro Protection that I buy my C3 cases for for my cardboard box games actually finally made a box that that'll fit in so it's like i got one coming so i'll take it down i'll put it in the box and then i'll turn around and go you know what i really want to play that game i'll probably end up sitting here playing it all evening so i fully expect tuesday or wednesday that i'm going to play some bayonetta either one or two i don't know <laughs> so that's usually the way it goes when i pull something off the shelf it's like to dust it or whatever it's like i really yeah. need to play this <laughs> <laughs> Playing again is making me like, I hope we hear something about Bayonetta 3 soon. I hope so, too. I mean, with all the other delays, you know, of stuff that they announced, um, yeah. uh, I hope that I hope that that's still on track for this year. So. We'll see. Yeah. I mean... I want it to be good. When it comes out. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to I want it to be good. So I, I can wait. I can, I'm can. i happy to wait if it's good. So yeah. I want it to be good, and I want it to be super weird. Yeah. If it's that's not weird, then... Mm -hmm. you got to have it weird. You just have to have it weird. It's just the way it is. Like, hey, Bayonetta just you know stands on her head the whole game. We don't know why. Sure. Spins on her... <laughs> Yeah, you know, has a has her hair all done up and spins on top of it with guns. Well, well, no, her right. hair is just works out like legs. She's using. Oh, okay, like I could get behind that. So then her real legs are free enough to shoot all the time, not gotcha. just during you know, spin moves. There all right. you go. I'm all I I can free get behind. Bayonetta those. three ideas. There you go. <laughs> Won't even charge you for those. <laughs> and then there's another game that I started playing recently due to other things influencing me saying hey oh yeah you have that game there's the new uh, subnautica frozen whatever coming out into early access mm. reminded me you have the original and you've never played it <laughs> you had it in some bundle from like two years ago <laughs> i played a few hours of that game it's really cool is that the uh, that's the underwater dice. one right that you're yep. okay yep. i remember seeing so let's play videos you start the game you're in like an escape pod from this crashing yeah, giant right. spaceship and you crash land in the ocean and you can see the giant ship on fire in the background. And then you start by just trying to get some food and finding all the little fish and things right close to you. And then you have to go and get materials so you can repair your thing. You get a radio that tells you certain other stuff that you find. You build, you know, eventually you start doing like base building and vehicles. And I've just gotten to the point uh, in the game where I'm just building some of that. So I haven't built a vehicle yet blueprints on it. I just need to get some materials for it. I've started a small base where I added a scanner room so I can scan for cool stuff to go get. Yeah. So, 
I haven't gotten into the much deeper parts. I've kind of gone around like when you start, there's a decent shallow area, and then once you get a little ways past that, it has like a little bit deeper with some actual enemy type fish creatures out yeah. there. And that's about as far as I've gone. Since I don't have a vehicle, I can't really go very much. Right. Yeah, I've seen, I remember seeing a lot of less plays on Twitch when it first came out and watched a lot of them and thought it looked really cool. Somebody was giving it away free at some point. Maybe it was the Epic Store we yeah. were talking about. I didn't. <laughs> Somebody did, yeah. I, I downloaded the Epic Store. But... Maybe like a month ago or something. But I guess I need to hop on that. So It's yeah. a very colorful game. And it's, at least when you start, it's very, you know, it's, for a survival game, not too intense, but it ramps up. Right. Because the deeper you go, the darker it gets. And you hear, like, the sound design in the game is really good at kind of <clears throat> amping up the tension of, like, there's something out there. Yeah. Which one is it? Oh, it's that one, because I recognize it from the last time it tried to attack me. Gotcha. Or, See, hey, there's a really big thing over there. Is watching, that a fish, or is that just land? <laughs> watching less play streams, you don't get sometimes to hear the you know the the, the audio of the game as much, so I didn't even yeah. realize that it was there was a lot of ambiance. It feels a lot different when you're watching a stream versus your yeah. Trying to delve deeper, and you get your head real intense in the middle of it. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. Yeah, it's it's really really fun game. Sweet. Well, Eric, what have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing a few things. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we did a show, but I've been playing some more Fallout seventy six. Have uh, you played it since they did the updates? I know they said I the update. Not. Okay, well, last weekend. I put my water cooler in my PC, and I played it for like a half an hour, but this week, you know, mm. got a new kitten, so we were kind of busy with some other stuff, and I didn't really have time to coordinate yeah. with my brother to play Fallout 76. All I heard from him was, it's terrible now, it really sucks, and we're not going to be playing it very much. Well, that's what I heard. I heard that the the latest update they did brought back a lot of pa- a lot of problems that was in yeah, it originally. Things, yeah, it like, undid a lot of things. Like so. explosive radius, like it's <clears throat> super small now, so there's no point using like grenades or carrying a fat man, which is the nuke launcher. Right. Um, the for some of the perk cards, the ones that do additional damage, like oh, use this perk, get ten percent more shotgun damage. They can cut that down to like five percent. Yeah. So people are up in arms, angry. So we'll see. I'm we'll supposed to play it. tonight no, after this. So we'll see how see how that goes. Yeah. Um, see, we're gonna start with the PS4. So on the PS4, uh, I've been playing some Onrush. Uh, it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of like a uh, Motorstorm, maybe Motorstorm meets. Uh, like burnout is the best way to describe it. I think. Yeah. I was hoping my car would have weapons, but it doesn't. I need, mm. need a more combat game. That was that's the fun. That was the free game for the month, wasn't it? The PS. Oh, uh, last yeah, this month or last month? Well, yeah. I've got it. I just so, I've got it on my list. I never downloaded it, but I added it to the to the. And account. actually, <laughs> funny thing is, I yeah, I won a code for a couple months back for it, and I gave that to a buddy, and I'm glad I did because then it popped up free on PlayStation. Right. Hey, it all works out. <laughs> Oh, I put some more Horizon Chase Turbo. Yeah, I love that game. Me too. It's so nice and soothing. And for mm-hmm. the first time ever in gaming history, at least for me, I played Symphony of the Night, Castlevania. Mm. I downloaded that two-pack with Rondo of Blood. Because I also have Rondo of Blood on the virtual console, and I played it a little bit because somebody recommended it to me. I was like... But then the two-pack was on sale maybe like a month ago for $17 or yeah. plus. I was like, that's a smoking good deal. But I heard it was not a really good port. I heard there was a lot of problems with it. I never played the original, so I don't really know. Mm. 
Um, I have it on PS3 too, and I I did that. I got that from a game share. I've, I've never played it on PS3. I'm assuming it's the same port. Maybe I don't know. But uh, it's fun, <clears throat> I guess. I died very quickly and realized, wait, I don't have any continues. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm like, oh, this game's gonna be hard. But mm-hmm. I remember people talking about how it's really fun and there's a lot of cool stuff to find and do. Yeah, I like the, the art style. Is definitely the first one that puts the Vania in. Yeah, like exploring, you know, Metroidvania games. I'm like, I could definitely get behind this. Yeah. Um, let's see. Playing a couple things on Switch. Uh, play some more Smash. Uh, you know, as someone who didn't play much of Smash on the Wii U and only played some on the Wii, I'm pretty sure I have played more on the Switch than I played either of those two versions. And for some reason, I just keep playing. I'm like, oh, let's do classic mode. Eh, let's have a fight. What do I unlock? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, I also played a little bit of. Uh, we got a review code for this, and a little bit behind on this one. We played a uh, Sword Brothers for the Switch. It's like a pixelated eight-bit uh, sort of adventure yeah. game. It's Sword not... and Sorcery or Sword Brothers. Sword Brothers. Okay. So I think that one is also coming to the Switch. It's wrong. not probably. Bad. It's really it's really short. <laughs> I'll put it that way, and it's it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, it's I think it's ten dollars. And so that's not a bad price. Yeah, but, I was going to say, it's not real expensive. I mean, there's plenty of other games. In the, I mean, there's so many games out there in the Switch eShop that, you know, you got to pick and choose a little bit. So, but that's Are it. Sure it's not Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery? I think you might be right. Let me yeah. look. Because that's a very short kind of pixely game. Let me double check. Mobile, I think it was like iPad. Was, was you it are, it is, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is Super Brothers Sword yeah. and Sorcery. My bad. Gotcha. So thanks for catching that. But yeah, it is pretty short, and he's right. It came out on iOS first, and then it was ported to other stuff. Yeah. That game is really cool, mostly for the soundtrack, because there's some really yeah, good the, music in it. Yeah, like the indie rock, this big indie rock legend did like a bunch of the sound, and that's what caught my eye when I was playing. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I really like the soundtrack, and the art's pretty cool. Um, fortunately, there's not a lot to the game. It's pretty simple. Yeah, it's got some like wandering around, hit a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Run away from puzzle. the dark specter thingy. Yeah, come back, whack monster, <laughs> use shield, repeat. Yeah, well, yeah. it was it's a mobile game. It's yeah, got some size. fun little hidden secrets and stuff in there, including some like references to Zelda, and then there's some other cool things that it does. With yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, changing the world. Right. Tinker with it some more. Cool. I, if I remember, it's one of those games that's like if you play it on Halloween or something, some weird special thing. Oh well, I, <laughs> yeah. I love games that do that. That there was what game was that that I can't remember now. There was a game that did that all the time. You could change the calendar, and they would do Animal Crossing. Well, yeah, I guess it is. I guess it was Animal Crossing. I was thinking of. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. until you just said it's, it. It's all sort of real time based. Yeah, so it's all actual dates matter in that game. Yeah, yeah it was hilarious. Somebody posted uh, a picture of the calendar for i think nintendo brought out a calendar you could download and print for animal crossing Mm -hmm. i've still got the original calendar for animal crossing hanging on my bedroom wall at mom's mom and dad's house in my bedroom from the original release i think uh arkham city had some hidden stuff based on a few that's what it was calendar man because you had to go back to calendar man that's the one i was thinking of yeah those are fun i think ryan Ryan did like an extensive overview of like catching those and stuff like that. I'm like, wait, you can do those? Yeah, there was one because there was one achievement that I had to get in Arkham, 
Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. Right? Yeah, I had to go back to it a year later. So I disconnected the PlayStation offline, then set the calendar for a year later, and then went on and then went <laughs> and got it. So. But I think Ryan actually went back, and he actually did it a year later, I think. Yeah, I he think did. so. I like the way you think, John. That's yeah, that's idea. what I did. I just shut it off. I'm like, nah, right. I will I will <laughs> never remember to do this in a year. It's not going to happen, so I'll just shut her off and reset the, reset yeah, the you're line. Exactly, you're exactly like me. It's like, yeah. I want this, but yeah. I, in a year, this will either be traded or I'll be on my shelf and I haven't touched it in a while. So. Yeah. yeah, Ryan goes, yep, hit the, hit an article every holiday. Yep, that was, that was it. It was, yep, so... All right, oh, cool. Man. I still speaking of the Arkham games. One of these days, I gotta play Arkham Knight. I, I enjoyed all the others. I never did you finish really. Arkham Knight, and I, I you know, the, you know how big I of a Batman one for the 3DS. Yeah. Well, you know how big of a Batman fan I am, and I never even finished Arkham Knight. So I played maybe four or five hours of it. So to I say that like it's the, it gets yeah. frustrating, and the yeah. the driving it, really got on my nerves. The thing about that one is just by that point it feels uninspired. Like they mm. were like, "Oh, we have to do it," rather yeah, than we want to do it. Let's Whereas, wrap like, this when up. You start with with Asylum is <laughs> full of up, boys. This, Next project, yeah. yeah. Get that full, cash cow. All the stuff that says, "Hey, we love Batman. We wanted to make a game. We've got the passion here." By the time we get to Arkham Knight, it's kind of like we're sick of making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all we've been doing. You know, I stumbled Batman. onto a video um, of. Arkham Origins in 4K, and they were playing it in 4K. Yeah. Off of what, the Xbox One? I don't know. I don't know what they were playing it off of. I'm guessing they were playing it off of PC. Maybe the PC Mm. version would boost up. And that game was surprisingly pretty. I enjoyed that game. If it's on PC, then yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It never said in the thing, but I watched it going, man, I I don't remember it looking this sharp, and I know they didn't remaster that game with all the rest of them. How is it... Hang on. Did yeah. remaster it? So you know, they because uh, I know they they remastered all the other ones, but they yeah, didn't yeah, remaster that, that one because yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't Rocksteady who did it. it Which was, I might uh, need to do. I think I saw that on sale. The the remastered one for PS4. If it's a PC version, it'll look pretty good because like Arkham Asylum even still looks pretty yeah. good. At the high resolution, you can tell it's got like lower res textures yeah. and some stuff. I bought them on games, PS4 but, just yeah. to try to play them again, but I never went back and actually like hard finished City. them. Yeah, I mean, I played them. Yeah, going, yeah, really nice. But I actually liked Origins. I thought it was really good, even though a lot of people, you know, didn't I like it as much. I played that one. Maybe I'll have to buy it. It's, on it's, it's pretty good. I yeah, mean, I mean, but it's I, another Batman game. They did yeah. a good job. It's, it's more of a, it's more city more than it is you know anything else. But I mean, it was still good because it was. I liked it because yeah, he was a little rougher around the edges. He was you know he was a little bit yeah. quote unquote younger and stuff. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I would go back and play that one again. Um, but I only have Ooh, it on PS3. Ar- so. It's only yeah. Return to Arkham is only twenty dollars at Best Buy and like Target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd probably end up playing Arkham City and not play the other one. Yeah, I mean, I have them. I'll, I may go back and play them sometime. I don't know. It's, it's a Batman game, yeah, so I always oh, Batman will buy it. Batman will buy it. <laughs> I even bought what was it? What was the one on GameCube? Dark. Something or another. And terrible, it's a terrible one. one. I, I bought it and played it and thought, yeah, it's Batman. The one? Is that the one? No, that's not the Batman Beyond one, right? No, no, no. It's not the that's Batman the other Beyond one. It's the other yeah, one. I can't remember. Cool. It was Dark something or another. It was yeah, a weird one. Crummy. Yeah, it was. Oh, well. You can't uh, make it great. No, you can't. But that's fine. We'll see what Rocksteady does next. Okay, let's get into the news real quick. There's a bunch of stuff that we missed while we were gone, but I'm not going to touch on all of it. Um, some of the newer stuff this week, CNBC is reporting that GameStop shares crash after game retailer abandons plans oh. to sell company. 
So GameStop announced that it is no longer in pursuit of sale of the company. The company says the board determined there was not enough available financing on the terms that would be acceptable for a prospective buyer. People who are in it for just the money are upset that they're not selling it so that they won't get more money. So is there going to be some sort of, like, debt? I mean, I don't know, but 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 their stock dropped, like, 27% when that announcement came out. I mean, it went... (whistles) Yeah, I mean, it was crazy so now you can buy you can buy a stock of gamestop for eleven dollars and 28 cents if you want do i get anything with it you get like, a little yeah, piece of paper that says you own stock in gamestop that's <laughs> i'll go get. to my local store and be like that's right yeah i own stock in this company and by gosh i want to talk something about you know i want I, I want all my games sealed do not See, open that it's See, you're like it's like me. My my uh, my sister in law bought my brother a share of Green Bay Packers stock when they were selling it to people. So anytime I have a problem with the team, I fuss to him about it because he's my go to guy since he's a shareholder of the team. But you know, I mean, it's... I know you own some of the stock. Yeah, I just call so him up on Sundays after the game. Contact yeah, contact one of the owners. I know you got an in. I call him Take up after the game and go, "Hey, look, as a stockholder, I have to talk to." You, you know, you have to go talk to somebody about this because this is ridiculous. You know. <laughs> but you know, it's no, funny. it's funny. It's, yeah, so that's weird, though. So I, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, nothing I, at this point. It's just going to be business as usual. I mean, yeah, I, they figure it out. You know, the one thing that I have said about GameStop is all they have to do is shut down some stores. They have too many stores in one in yeah. places open. They don't need. We got like six stores. You don't need that many. You just don't need that many. You just don't. I mean, our, we got about 400,000 people in our area. So I mean, when I... Cut it down to four. Close when some I, of the surplus stores and then put them in areas that don't have it. Exactly. I uh, When I lived in Greensboro, there were three GameStops within a mile of each other. Three. Yep. One at the mall, one at, and two at the plazas on each end of the street. I mean, it's And that's just, not even I'll, that I'll unique of a situation. No. Bring, bring back, bring back the Elite Pro and the trade bonuses of 60%. And I, yeah. I will definitely come business. I, I doubt a, they'll do that. No, you will never see that again. I have a feeling you will never see that again. Unless business gets... Unless they get well, really There's no desperate. reason for them to bring the Elite Pro membership back because they don't have to compete with no. Amazon. Or Best Buy anymore. Not anymore since they my, did away with My Gamers Club Unlocked membership ended today. So mm. No more 20% discount from Best Buy. Well, you know, and that's where I think if GameStop wants to sell more stuff and get more people in the store, they need to do something like that. I mean... That would be pretty cool. I mean, that would that would, that would would drive me to buy from GameStop again because I do not buy from GameStop much because I can just order from Amazon, have it shipped to the house, and it shows up here the day and pay the same price as I could, run over to GameStop, stand in line, or do a midnight release or whatever and you know with me being on the road i don't have to worry about it i just come home and there's a plethora of games in bags on my <laughs> on my kitchen table you know it's it's perfect i like that um this next story just aggravates me ea cancels open world star wars game okay they're canceling it's not only that they're canceling the game that was mm-hmm. the rejiggered version of the game that they originally canceled when they closed. This yeah, this is supposed to be. This is supposed to be the one that was going to be the big money maker, right. right? This is yeah. This is well, I don't know if it was a big money maker, but this is this was this was their game other than Battlefront or about yeah Battlefront. Um, well, we have one other game that that's uh, right. Devs are making supposedly now. Who knows if that will probably get canceled too? It, but when yeah. is when is Disney going to come in and say 
we're going with somebody else. I mean, this is ridiculous. They're going to have. If they had a loophole to get out of this contract, they would. But uh, especially after this. Yeah, I mean, really, this is the third. We're working on a third movie this year, and they've had one. Well, technically two video games, but it's Battlefront, which is not really a. Well, it's like from the start of this deal, there have been what? There will have been five movies at this point, Mm -hmm. and like two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it. it's Battlefront One and Two. It's not even like an adventure game or a role playing game yeah. or this that. It's an online shooter. I just so like Disney needs to be like, sorry, EA, you bungled it too much. Joink. Yeah. Now you can you can pitch games just like everybody else, and then you can come back to mm-hmm. us. And we might work with you that way, but you're not doing it exclusively. That was a dumb idea. Yeah, I just I don't. EA just. Uh... I don't. I mean, I could see sort of the appeal of like, okay, EA is big, so a bunch of different studios at things, I guess. But then you put all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. and then EA screws yeah. it all up. Right. Not only that, the games that yeah. came out, they weren't you know gigantic right. you know hits. I mean, they did sell quite a bit because it started. Oh, I can well, think about They had problems with them, and they had they had all the issues with it with you know the launch mm-hmm. terribly on the first one and then all of the microtransaction mm-hmm. on the second one and you it know, wasn't just like a grand slam yay for you know the star wars game out there it's just like come on guys it's not that difficult no. and everybody you know you can't say, you can't say ea is being greedy because what are they, how, where are they making any money at i mean i know I, you know, I also think that it's part Disney's fault because Disney, since they got Star Wars, is super hyper into everything must connect yeah. and it has to fit the canon and we have all these strict guidelines about it. It's like, dude, just, just relax. Do yeah. don't, don't marvel <laughs> just it up. Let them make a fun game. Yeah. It'll be fine. Don't, and, and I think, I think that's, what, that's what Disney's trying to do. They're trying to do the Marvel thing. and I mean, the Marvel thing worked and it worked good. I don't know if you could reproduce that with another. You know, Star Wars can't do it. Yeah. DC hasn't been able to do well, it. Well, that's even it's... the weird thing is that Marvel properties are going to different studios. They're not just mm-hmm. exclusively one you know publisher. They're spreading right. that out. So, like, the Star Wars stuff is just like all the EA makes very little sense. I see. Okay, make your Battlefront. And then some other ones, but how about let's like Bioware do Knights of the Old Republic three, please? Yeah, please. Anyone? Yeah. Oh please. wait, no, it doesn't fit our narrow ideas of what Star Wars is now. Like, let me is tell you, that something. why we're not getting that? Like, come on, that would be awesome, and people would go nuts. If that was an. Oh yeah. And yet, even though it's technically an EA studio, Bioware's not working on that. Nope. I don't know. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, Nintendo uh, released a, a video this week that announced that the Metroid Prime 4, uh, the game, the development has been absolutely scrapped, and they're restarting it from the ground up, and this time they're using uh, Retro Studios to uh, do the game. Um, kind of sucks, because I don't know... You know, but good on Nintendo to come out and say this does not meet our standards of what we want yeah. a Metroid game to be. So we're going to completely scrap it and start over again. You know, very few companies anymore get a pass when they do things like that. Nintendo is one of them because, I mean, really, you know, with what? Well, some games happen that we just mm-hmm. don't hear about it because we didn't even hear the game announced yet before they canceled it, right? Yeah. This one was one we knew about, so I think they were probably like, well, if we're going to be doing this, this going to be that far out, we got to say something. Well, and we'll, you know, we'll get to it later with the, you know, the Nintendo sales numbers of first-party games. You know, they've, they've really knocked it out of the park, 
you know the past two years with first party games for the Switch, so they're not going to fumble a Metroid game. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're going to do everything they can yeah. to make sure that Even it is a Metroid is game. still like lower end of yeah. sales numbers. But imagine if they could put out a Metroid game that does a lot of like what Breath of the Wild does. Right. It's one of the best selling ones of this franchise. Yeah. And, you know, they're very cool. So that's fine. I'm okay with them taking a step back and saying, nope, we're going to do it over again. And yeah, do take it your again. time. Take your time. Yeah, I am... We've got to rework it. we got to rework yep. it. I mean, it's going to be worth in the long run. Like you said, you don't want to yeah, Let's it. not do another other M, please. Yes, please. No. <laughs> that one was terrible. I still have it over there on my shelf, but it's not good. That's I played it for five minutes and went, game. nope. Nope. So... All right, this next story I thought was really, really cool. This is the Metacritic's ninth annual game publisher rankings. Uh, this is the ranking of major publishers with 12 or more releases in a year. Um, and there's four criteria. The average Metascore for all games released in 2018. Uh, percent of scored uh, products with good reviews of a Metacritic score of at least 75%. Uh, percent of score products with bad reviews, 49% or lower. Uh, number of great titles, Metascore, Nani, or above, uh, with a minimum of seven reviews. So, number one on the list is actually Capcom. At uh, Their average Metascore rating was 79.3%. Um, Monster Hunter World like, being the overall one. How many one. games that get put out? And then it still averages to that. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, that is. Uh, Monster Hunter was their best at 90. Mega Man uh, X Legacy Collection 2 for the Switch was their lowest at 60. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Number two on the list really shocked me. Um, Sega. Sega's number two on that list. Um, with uh, Sonic Mania Plus on the Switch being a 91. And their worst um, was 67 with uh, Shining uh, Resistance. Um, yeah, the thing that would interest me on this list, though, is if you could wait it first, put in a wait for uh, copies sold yeah. somehow, which a Metacritic doesn't care about, because it's like, okay, so you have a bunch of tiny games that sold ten copies that nobody knows about, but mm -hmm. they were reviewed very well. Is like cool, but <laughs> All right, yeah, and I mean, there really wasn't a big uh, seventy-nine point three for the first place. Sega was seventy-eight point five. Um, Electronic Arts is number three at 77.5. Nintendo was number four at 76.4. Ubisoft was five at 73. Sony was sixth at 71. Um, Square Enix was number seven at 71.0. Bandai um, Namco was uh, eighth. Um, I don't even know this company that was number nine. Digirati Distribution, who are you? Yeah, they did Omega Strike, it looks like. Um, they're a mid-sized publisher out of Austin, Texas. I had actually never heard of them before. I didn't realize. I knew the, yeah, I I knew the game. Well, I knew Bleed 2 and Bleed 1. I knew those games because I have those on the Switch, but I didn't realize who it was that did them. Um, yeah. And then uh, number 10 was NIS America. 11, Plug and Digital. They did... Um, Oh, they did the Knights of the Pen and Paper 1 and 2 Deluxe on the Switch. That's actually supposed to be a pretty good game. Uh, number 12 is Focus Home Interactive. Um, and number 13 is THQ Nordic. So it's a very interesting list, and they break it down. There's a whole rankings release down here. There's charts and graphs. It's, it's really, uh, really, really detailed because they even go into the 
mid uh, the ranking of mid-sized publishers with five to eleven releases. There's a whole other listing down here of it with like yeah. you know Blizzard and stuff like that. I thought it was very interesting. There was just a ton and ton of information in it. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool. If you cool. like data, check it out. Yeah, if you like data, <laughs> check it there's out. There's plenty of it. Yeah, there is a lot of data on it. Um, speaking of data, if I can get my my thing to work, come on. Um, there we go. I'm trying to use this old um, iPad to do things. Um, EA had or EA um, Nintendo had their stockholders call meeting thing whatever you want where they released a bunch of sales numbers and everything like that and how much money they made and patted everybody on the back um and in 2018 the ndp or the npd group uh, published its sales data and the switch was the top selling system in the u.s both in terms of dollars and raw units uh counted outpacing the ps4 from 2015 um, which is pretty interesting. It was like 30, I think, how many of the, the date they've sold? I saw 32 point some million units sold. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> so, once again, Nintendo <laughs> releases the Wii U and it sells hardly any, and then they come back with something new and it just explodes. Um, well, that's like, okay, you look back at it, you look so much like baby's first try at a Nintendo Switch that we didn't quite do right, and right. then now we, oh, this is what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. is what the Switch got. Absolutely. Like. <laughs> well, and the whole time when I had a Wii U was playing it with the pad, I'm like, man, I really wish this was something that I could play on the TV or I could take the pad upstairs and play, and now that I have that, it's just like, awesome <laughs> i'm very happy with it um let's see there was uh the ch- let's see there wasn't a champion of saw in the software realm uh let's see red dead redemption 2 was the best-selling game of 2018 followed by black ops and nba 2k19 yeah that one's a little surprising that it's not call of duty call mm-hmm. of duty still like i don't know how many years running is usually the best selling like yeah. game of the year so being red dead is like yeah, they sold a few of that game then. I tell you what, though, <laughs> Smash Brothers was the fifth, uh, the fifth game on that list, and for it to come out kind of late yeah. in the year it's to be December. fifth, yeah, I mean it was like what mid December yeah. when it came out, and but yeah, it's also like the one of the biggest selling like exclusive games of something or other too. I read somewhere. Yeah, it was in the it was in the was, yeah. 70 percent of Nintendo, uh, that was most of their software re- re- generated this year was from Smash Brothers. Um, which again, no one should be surprised by that. Um, yeah, it's like once again, Nintendo is knocking it out of the park with with uh, with selling Switch systems, and that was one of the things they talked about. You know, they they cut back their we're going to sell twenty thousand or <clears throat> twenty million systems in a year. Um, to we want to focus on multiple um, households or multiple switches in households, so more than one switch in a household. That's that's what they want. Which we're a household of two. Um, you know, Nikki has her own switch, yeah. and I have mine. So, um, <clears throat> and let's see here. Let me open this link here, and we'll talk about some of the numbers for the best-selling first-party games from the Nintendo Switch uh, this year. This this was kind of surprising too um i say this year um the top selling switch games uh let's see so 
So December 31st, uh, Sony. Okay. So let me look at the note here and said, this is, this is all first party games. Um, and this is, I think this is lifetime sales. I don't think this is just this year. I think these are since the system came out. That's what I was trying to see here. This article is so hard to read because it's like, hey, it let's make everything giant. <laughs> well, and it's it's not actually, it's Business Insider. It's not actually, the you know, that's the bad thing is it's not actually a video game thing but anyway kirby's all-stars is number 10 with 2.4 million units mario tennis was number nine with 2.5 one two switch at 2.8 um at number eight number seven super mario party at 5.3 that's quite a difference from number seven to number eight <laughs> um splatoon 8.2 million units sold at number six Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee combined, that's 10 million units they have sold of those games. I mean, um, that's a few Pokemons just, just kind a few of Pokemons. popular. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're looking at two games on there, so, you know, you technically no, you can say five. Not. It's Pokemon is still always one game. Well, it they is. boost but... their sales by splitting it and putting a tiny bit of difference <laughs> yep. so all the super hardcore Pokemon fans have to get both. Yep. Um, Legend like, of Zelda. There's a reason they've done that for free. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild comes in at 4 with 11.6 million units sold. Number 3 is Super Smash Brothers at 12 million units sold, which again, that game has only been out since midway through December and sold 12 million copies. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, number 2 is uh, Mario Odyssey with 13.76 million units. And number one is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with 15 million units sold. That's right. A re-game, a re-skinning of a game that was on the Wii U that has I'm sold. I'm sure that it is the best-selling racing game of all time. Yeah. You know, Between that and the power few that sold on Wii U. Let me, let me put it in perspective for you. 15, point, 15 million units of Mario Kart 8 sold. There wasn't even 15 million units of the Wii U system sold. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just, just wrap your brain around that for a minute. I mean, it's, it's, so for all those people saying, "Hey, you know, Nintendo needs to bring out original games, not rehashes of these." Uh, hey, I mean, they're doing both. They they're doing both. Bring out games they're that nobody got to both. play because you didn't have a. <clears throat> yep. Now, absolutely, on your Switch. That's like, <laughs> there's plenty of people who are like, "No, you should port this, this, and this to the Switch too." I want it. Yep. I'm still waiting on that wonderful 101. When's that coming? That's what I want to know is when that's I'm coming. I guess never. I'm guessing not, not either. I'm guessing that's not coming. And you know what? That is a crying shame that that game is yeah. not coming. Cause... I mean, that one's more on platinum to do yeah. something with it. I... They may or may not. They since... may. I mean, I don't know. It's it is a shame though. Um, this was kind of a last-minute addition to the show notes. Uh, free-to-play Titanfall Battle Royale game will be out soon. Like, maybe Monday soon. Um, this kind of came from That's out of nowhere. <clears throat> yeah, apparently it's a, a Titanfall spinoff. Um, that will be out sooner than anybody would get. It's would a guess. Titanfall spinoff that doesn't have all the Titanfall no stuff in it. Yeah. Like, no which is pretty much what Titanfall is known for. Good it's, job. Just, yeah. it's just a pilot. It's in the yeah. name and it doesn't exist, so this is definitely a very far spin-off. That yeah. It's got a new name and stuff that yep. if 
no one told you it was a Titanfall spinoff, you probably wouldn't even know. Exactly. It's called Apex Legends. It'll be out Monday for PC, Xbox, and PS4. It is free-to-play Battle Royale that will not let you use the Titan mech suits that make Titanfall so iconic, <laughs> as we just said. Um, yeah, so it's you'll have a supernatural MOBA-like hero abilities and play either solo or in a team of three as you battle other players for delicious chicken dinner. What a, I don't think that they will call it chicken I, I don't the think they will either. <laughs> because of PUBG, everyone calls it. Yeah, they do. Which is outdated. You should reference a different Battle Royale game. A little that's one that's totally super agree. popular. Maybe. Maybe that's... Maybe. <laughs> Uh, I think it's called very colorful. Okay. Let me let me let me tell you this. Uh I'm gonna say this right now. If 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 you don't watch Saturday Night Live, go search uh weekend update for last week's episode of Saturday Night Live. They interview they have Soldier Boy, somebody playing Soldier Soldier Boy, come okay. on and uh and talk about his video game console um that he has coming out and everybody's like you know, oh, it's a ripoff of Nintendo. He says, "What Nintendo?" So we got fork knife, fork knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is totally. You got to go watch it. It is hilarious. It is worth watching. Yeah. You can you can Google it's on YouTube. It's like five minutes. It is the funniest thing I ever seen. Um, I saved this one for last because the rumor has it that there may be a cheaper Nintendo Switch revision coming out this year. We've heard it several times before, um, but according to, uh, I don't know how you say that, I say it, Nikki is how I say it, I don't know if that's really how you say it or not. They're reporting that Nintendo plans to release a smaller Nintendo Switch revision this year that uh, will remove certain features. Um, they're not real sure what features it may remove. You may not be able to attach Joy-Cons to the device or maybe something simpler that it doesn't come with a Switch dock or something like that. Um, but it will have a lower price point for consumers that prefer to play portability or portable in handheld mode and have no desire to transfer their experience to the TV screen. Um, I'm wondering if instead of a new 3DS system coming out, this is what they're going to do. They're going to say you have the... Switch system that you could play in handheld or on your TV or take with you or leave at home. You have a smaller system that's, I don't know, $100 cheaper that, you know, you can't take the Joy-Cons off of. You you know, it's a smaller, it's made to be portable. I don't know. It's It seems kind of weird to me that they would take a, this kind of, uh, you know, if this is true, that they would take yeah. this kind of approach. I would think they would want to do something more of an upgrade like a pro version with the bezel smaller on it, maybe a little more onboard memory, a, you know, a little faster processor or something like that. I don't know. Maybe, just, but that's later. Yeah. This one is the first one where it's like, here's the sliver one, and then they put the XL switch out later. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's It just seems, to me, it just seems weird that Nintendo would go, if, you know, like I say, this is all rumors, you know. Uh, I could see where they would want to put it where it would take the place of the 3DS, put a version of the Switch out where it is just mobile only maybe, but it still does seem a little bit weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, your your, your system's selling, you know, you've sold 32.727 million units. It's selling well at $300 the way it is. I don't understand why, 
everybody thinks they need to freshen up the system two years, two or three years into it. But Sony does it. Microsoft does it. I mean, everybody does it. I mean, I just don't know. It's because they want to sell new copies or new versions of it. Yeah. And the the reason you put out a cheaper one is for all the people who weren't going to buy it on the first one. There's reasons that you do that. I know. It just seems... Whether it makes sense necessarily in how they do it, but it makes sense that they want to do it so they can get more, you know, yeah. hit more customers. <clears throat> the only thing there's definitely price point things where like certain people won't buy it until it hits this price point. Right. Or that price point. Yeah. You know, me, I would be, I would be interested in like a pro version of the Switch. If they would say that we're taking, it's going to have a wider screen or a smaller bezel on it. Like I said, maybe a little more onboard memory. I don't even care about that. And you know. You could trade in your old one at GameStop or whatever, and you don't have to trade in your Joy-Cons. Everything still works with it. We're just selling this, you know, and you can buy the system. I, yeah. I would I would hop on that. It would have to have a lot, though. To It'd have to have something than just a bigger screen for me to trade it in. Maybe games run a little smoother, or maybe it'd have a little more RAM yeah. on it or something well, like that. That's for you, for someone who already has Right. <clears throat> someone who doesn't have a Switch, they might, or for, like, we want a cheaper version of it to give to our kids. Yeah. Yeah, Man, that that's kind of, true too. They're, they're, they're trying to go for a wider audience, put out a product that this type of people would want, and then later maybe put out a different version that the people who bought it originally wants an upgraded one. So yeah. put that out a little bit later on. So just kind of seems <laughs> weird if they would do that, that, you know, couldn't hook it up to the TV and stuff like that. I mean, then it's not really a switch, it's really a, just a constant. The, the handheld. Yeah, I don't know. It's. That's that's what's weird to me about it is is you know that was it their whole thing with the switch. Yeah, it is. And who so knows? with rumors, even if it's like part true, they don't have the details right necessarily, or right. maybe it's just somebody putting something out that has no basis whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. It's we'll just, find out eventually. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know, we're still waiting on a a Nintendo Direct at some point. They haven't done one yet, and everybody I've never seen a like of people that are up in arms because January come and went. Nintendo didn't have enough. Uh, direct. Oh my I gosh! Mean, they have done a January direct <sighs> rather often, so yeah. oh, we're expecting it now. But that doesn't mean that they have to do. Yeah, this. I mean they can do whatever they want. I mean they had a little they indie one. one. They put out a little indie thing. It's, it's fine if they don't have anything to share. Don't put it out. Um, They're probably all back there. Be like, we want to do a director. We just want to sit here and be like, hey, Smash Brothers money. We just want to sit here and count the dollar bills, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's all I have. Um, did I, anybody got anything else before we kind of wrap it up? Um, no, it covered everything. Cool. Let, that I remember. Like I said, we've already got our games planned out for the February review show um, and the March review show. March is War, War Groove. And February is uh, Tangle yeah. Deep, not Tangle Wood. I keep wanting to say Tangle Wood. That's a whole. That's <laughs> yeah, another game. Yeah, that's another game. That's yeah. a different game. Um, I'd like, think about I do remember one other thing that happened sometime was the uh, uh, the epic stealing things from uh, Steam saga that is continuing. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> hey, it's going to be exclusive to the Epic Games Store. So it was like Metro Exodus is a big mess of a one where it's been on pre-order on Steam for a long time and it's probably come up on a lot of the advertising stuff that's on Steam mm-hmm. quite often for people interested in it if it's getting promoted through there. And Oh, by the way, just we're going to yank it off of here and put it on the Epic Games Store. But then 
it's even weirder, more convoluted than that, because it's the way that the company is structured is like this one part of the company decided that it wanted to do that. And then this other company put out some tweet saying that like, oh, it's kind of saying like, oh, that might have been a mistake. And then the parent part of it saying like, no, it's really not. And it's just <laughs> like this weirdness of like who owns who and what uh, part of them decided to do this. And yeah. But even without that, it's kind of like, oh man, that sucks for anyone who wanted to buy it on Steam. I yeah. just, uh, this this whole thing now, all of a sudden, with everybody doing their own stores and selling this and that, it's just it's getting in the weird. long run. I hope that this is the first one that's had good any sort of a chance to actually put a dent in Steam. Yeah, because all the rest of them, most of them, have been publisher specific ones like EA right. or Ubisoft. But then there's like. GOG, which is cool because they have their own stuff right. in there, and they have a much different kind of storefront because mm-hmm. a lot of it is the older games, and then they have some too. And then you've got Humble Bundle, which has a decent store, mm-hmm. and then you've got like Epic now, but Epic because they have the big old two things: one, they have Fortnite money; two, they have Fortnite players. Mm-hmm. So. They have just a big influx of people who will see their store all the time right off the bat. And so maybe it will put some competition out there and then that'll be better for everyone. But right. we'll see. Well, They're going about it in a weird way, though. It's not their fault necessarily for how messy this one with uh, Metro Exodus was, but it's still kind of like, all right. <laughs> maybe well, for a game that has been on time pre-orders and stuff maybe you don't do it for those games right well and it's 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 to me the humble bundle store and the and the gog store is different too because they don't all they don't sell just pc games now you know they also gog sells i think playstation 4 codes and uh yeah i think so humble does does. i did not know gog does that doesn't make yeah i think gog does if i remember seeing something about that uh because they have just humble I don't um, see why. I don't know why GOG would do that. I don't know. I have to look at it, but I'm almost. Cool. I'm almost positive they yeah. do. Um, yeah, but you know, and what was it? Humble just got Nintendo, so they're selling Nintendo. Nope, they've got switch switch, yeah, ones, switch on ones on there now. Let's see, GOG. Whoop, GOG. But yeah, and there's even other stores that are like less well known than even those that are out there. There's just a ton of them. Yeah, sure, but none of them has put a dent into Steam ever, and other. Then like, okay, buy some bundles of stuff from Humble Bundle, sort of. But it's still selling you Steam codes. It's not like it's a different platform, which is what right. Epic is. It's going to be interesting to see how this all turns out with all these different. Yeah, different it's fun. You know, different of like, because it's the only place they can complain about it or what have you. The previous uh, Metro games on Steam have been getting review bombed of people like putting mm. in there like, oh, I, was, I wanted to buy the Exodus one. I get mm. that, though. I, I mean... Know. It's another weird thing, too, of like Epic needs to really, really put more features into their store and their platform yeah. that they haven't done yet. And if because you know, of all of the stuff on Steam that you take for granted, like there's forums. So if you have mm-hmm. like problems with the game, you can troubleshoot it there. Right. They have all the other community stuff. They have... You know, chat. They have streaming now. They have all sorts of things that Epic does not have. Yeah, well, that and that's hopefully that's, they get parity if they want to like make a run at it. There is a whole. Lot yeah, well, that's what I like with Steam. You know, if if I buy PC games, I want to buy them on Steam 
because that's where all my other PC games are at. You know, I don't want to buy. Mm-hmm. That's what I hate about. You know, I, when I worked at GameStop, they gave us some codes for some Assassin's Creed games and stuff like that. Well, they're only on the Ubisoft store, so I have to download the Ubisoft thing and play them through there. I'd rather have them all in Steam. Even though I can add them, I know I can add them to my library in Steam. if you but... buy them on Steam, you still have to have Uplay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, but... It's been that way for a long time. Yeah. it's. I'd like to have them all in one place, so... Whatever's well, going to be you the. Can't, John, you can't. I know, and it's <laughs> maybe that's why I don't. I don't buy Steam. Maybe that's why I don't buy a lot of PC games. I anymore. don't care I don't. too much about it. It's like whatever. Got all the little icons. Yeah. Launch if I need to, I and it's especially with like Discord now. That's where you have like your friends group is mm-hmm. all there. So no matter where you're playing it, they can see that you're playing a game. Right. Yep. So Steam is still sort of got a bit of that as well, just because like, hey, I've got a big enough friends list on there from being on Steam for years, but it's not a huge deal. Yeah. Well, tell us what you think. We're on. We're, you know, this video is going to be on YouTube. Leave us comments on YouTube. Tell us what you think. Whether you like to have them on Steam or you don't. You know, you want one platform or multi-platform or, you know. I like Steam because I have a bunch of stuff on there. I want to keep on there, yeah. but I have plenty of games that are not on Steam as well. Yeah. Whatever. Very true. All right. Well, that's it for this show. Like I said, um, we've already got review shows set up for February March. Um, for the end of the month, we'll have one more show before that. Me and Danny are trying to get back on the stick. He's been really busy at work, so we haven't been able to do review shows or uh, retro shows on Friday. Hopefully, maybe next week we can get one in. Um, I'm free the rest of the week after Monday. I'm good, so I've got nothing going on. <laughs> so, you know, I just assume nobody else does either. But you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so. But uh, definitely uh, subscribe to us wherever on your platform of choice so you know when we go live with those shows because we will stream all of them, hopefully, as long as everything technical issues aside. This week was fine. Last week was not. I don't know what happened last week. I'm going to totally, this week, my plan is to totally redo the whole review thing on in uh, Streamlab OBS, and hopefully everything will be fine. So I got three weeks to figure it out. <laughs> all right guys got some time yeah i got some time so all right guys well thanks a lot for hanging out with us and we will catch you all next week or the, in two weeks two weeks two weeks not next two. week two two weeks see ya well that's it for this week's show guys thanks so much for listening and subscribing on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can check us out on twitter uh the site's twitter feed is at gl underscore podcast you can follow me on Twitter at JCMeadows94, Eric's at, at Cube00, Nathaniel is at Polygon underscore Wizard, and Robert is at BobbyB underscore 87. We also live stream this podcast uh, recording uh, over at twitch.tv slash thegamerslounge. Um, you can hang out in the chat. Um, catch the stream early. Um, we do a little pre-recording talk where we just talk about nonsense, uh, or what's on our minds. And we talk a little bit after the recording of the show too. Um, it's a great way to interact with us. Um, we could take your questions live, interject your comments into the show. Um, and if you're a regular listener, uh, you know, uh, just by listening to this podcast that, uh, you can hear that. So 
please uh, check us out on Twitch. Uh, let it run in the background uh, so you can listen to it before it hits iTunes and uh, wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, you can also support us through Twitch. Uh, we are now Twitch affiliates, so you can subscribe to us. If you're an Amazon Prime member and you're also a Twitch member, link that account. Amazon gives you a free Prime membership uh, each month to a uh, Twitch streamer of your choice for free. Um, that does help us pay the bills and keep the lights on. Uh, Matt streams every Wednesday uh, on the uh, Twitch channel, um, and he picks a different game. Um, sometimes what he may be reviewing, uh, what he may be into, uh, and you know, sometimes I may uh, be jumping in with him on some games. Uh, we both have uh, review codes for Wild West Online. As soon as that. Uh, Alpha opens back up again so we could play it. We are going to do some live streams of me and him playing together, which will be pretty cool. Um, I'm also going to be streaming some uh, live uh, retro games on there as well. I have uh, everything set up for that. I just need to find some time. So please, if you want to uh, hear new content and uh, continue to help us to grow and support us, check us out over at Twitch and feel free to subscribe, uh, especially if you get that free Twitch Prime account. Um, yeah, definitely you want to subscribe and help us out. It helps, like I said, it helps keep the lights on. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it so much. Um, if you have any feedback for the show or have any questions, um, our email address is podcast at the-gamers-lounge.com. We also have a website uh, of the same address uh, where you can check out news, reviews, uh, previews, uh, opinion articles, and other uh, great video gaming content there. Uh, and we appreciate all the support. Um, be sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your uh, podcasts at. Uh, we would appreciate it. The more reviews we get, the higher it pushes us up um, to get on that front page uh, so more people can hear the show. Guys, once again, I want to thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you again next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.